yo yo it's your boy elixir my previous video i just wanted to like felt like i gotta throw it out there i was still crook so i was very nasally but um <clears throat> i'm back i had to lay and stay for a little bit i don't really like doing that because i'm a very energetic person like even tonight i was busking in the street i was rapping singing break dancing you know that's pretty much what I do to make money, so, yeah, it was very fun, but I'm already sore, but I don't really like laying and staying, it's not really my thing anymore, I've done enough of that, but I'm doing this podcast now, because I feel like talking about something, I feel like talking about one of my experiences that I haven't really, like, opened up about, and, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be strange, but it's going to be the truth. So, you just take whatever you want from this. Alright, so. Man, (laughs) this is nuts. Okay, I'm 26 now. When I was 21, I was in the drug game... Probably the hardest I've ever been in. Oh, yeah, something like that. And I was selling a lot of chemicals, and you know, to people that I was calling my friends, and end up taking a bit of it as well. And um, I just wasn't in a good headspace environment. Physically, wasn't really looking after myself. Um, and you know, like. I had, like, no, nothing healthy really going on. That's just the best way to say. And I was carrying all this guilt because I knew what I was doing wasn't the right thing. Well, what felt right with me, and I always had this guilty conscience about it. So sometimes I would just have to drink or take drugs or sleep with women to escape from it all. But, um... Yeah, I was living in this apartment, and it's going to go straight in here. Um, It was late one night, and I was on my phone, and I seen this blue flash outside of my window, and it was about, it was like mid, it was around midnight, and I seen this blue flash, it's a really big, bright blue flash coming in my room and I looked outside and I was like I was thinking man what was that like that was really bright it's almost like someone's like in the tree like leaning into my window taking a photo like that's how bright it was and I looked outside there's no one there I looked out for like any any police vehicles or ambulance there was nothing there looked in the sky there wasn't a cloud in the sky I was like that is odd it's very late, but whatever, I shrugged it off. I was like, it's late. I need to get off this phone. And um, I didn't. I chilled on the phone again, and it wouldn't have been too long after another one happened, and I was like, okay, okay, that is that is very weird. So I went out to the balcony at the front of my apartment, and I looked out on the street and stuff, and there was no one there. And, um, and the sky was empty as well. I was like, okay, this is strange. So I was like, it's bedtime for me. So I went to sleep, and 
the next day, I remember on social media platforms, everyone was talking about some blue lights in the sky, no one could explain it, and the news doing what they do, saying as a weather balloon, and you know, I, I say poo to that, call me immature, but my, my response to that was poo, I was like, get out of it, so that's definitely not what was going on, because I know I've kind of been open to open to a lot of things that really don't make sense to people, but that's cool because I've had experiences that don't make sense to me. So, you know, I'm just trying to, like, figure out what's going on. And um, not too long after that, I was, I remember I was really, like, I was in a real bla- bad place. Like, my, my um, stepmother, which is pretty much my mother, she's been there since I was about two years old. And I've lived with her and my father. I um, got diagnosed with cancer and I was really struggling to accept that and my best friend uh, around the same time OD'd you know on um, drugs and I was going to see him I was going to see him a lot actually I was going to see him about five days a week for like half a year and I was trying to like you know he, he actually couldn't even like walk or talk it was very like it was a very harsh experience, but you know it was it was beautiful at the same time because he come back. But it was it was a lot, and um, so I'm just trying to give you like a an understanding of where I was at. And anyways, so I need a break. I need a break from the drug game. I need a break from everything. So I went to my parents' house and I was like oh, can you just put me up for a few days? Like, I just need a rest. And they were like, yeah, that's cool. So I stayed in the spare room, and I pretty much just, like, ate and slept. I just didn't want to, you know, I needed to recharge. And it was that, you know, that comfort of being home. I was like, yeah, this is this is nice. I miss this. And um, and I fell asleep. I think it was the first night I was there. And, oh, man, I woke up. And I just felt something like I felt something like like you know when you feel like someone's watching me like what is this or like did something happen in this room someone having an argument it's like one of those ones but I was like a presence like a real strong presence and um so I'm lying in the middle of my bed and then I open my eyes and the room's pretty dark but I can still see like I can still see in the room I could make out anything really in that room and um there's this silhouette, oh man, it's making me shiver now, like just talking about it, but there's this silhouette standing on the edge of my bed to the left, so say you're laying on your bed, you look to the left, right on the edge of your bed, standing over the over the side was this little like scrawny, hunched over, dark figure, and I seen it and I knew that was not a person, and I just, I went to yell, so I was trying to yell, and I was trying to yell out for my parents. I don't know. I just, I guess that's a bit like a cowardice in that moment. But it is what it is. And I went to yell for them. And I couldn't yell. I couldn't move. And I, and I couldn't look away. I was just stuck. I was like literally petrified. I was looking at, looking at this thing. And I just couldn't make out what it was or what it was doing. And it was just, you know, that was to me like that's my most... That's anyone's most vulnerable, pretty much one of the most vulnerable states you can be in. So, like, 
to me, that experience wasn't nice. I was like, this isn't right. This isn't right. And then this entity, we'll just call it that, started slowly closing in towards me. So, like, coming up on the side of my bed towards my face with his hands reaching out and just started smothering me, like, hands on my face, like, couldn't breathe. And then I had this, like, repeated dream where I just kept, like, seeing it at the edge of my bed and then it kept, like, coming in and then, like, choking me out but like it was real like I know I woke up I know what happened and then it it, like repeated a few times and then and then I remember having this dream like when I blacked out after it it touched me and I just remember um I remember being like taken somewhere I remember being like transported to be honest I'm just gonna go straight into this I was transported in what I felt like was a ship and there was this big window and there was this desk that I was being walked to, and I was really drowsy, and I could see like space outside of this, outside of this massive window, and there was they were taking me up to this. It was another being, and and then this one had a cloak, and it was already standing up waiting for me to come towards it, and then I've I've approached it, and um, oh man, <laughs> talking about this is so. Oh, so eerie, like, where I am right now. It's all good, though. I need to get off my chest. And, um, this being, yeah, had this cloak on, and so half of its head was, like, the top half of its head. It didn't have, like, lips. It didn't have eyes. It didn't have ears. Like, it just had, like, the top of its head was this, like, it was a crystal ball. I shit you not. It was a crystal ball. And then underneath that, so that was, like, where your nose would be, so like, picture your face, and then where your mus- where your moustache is, or like just on top of your lip, like you do a nice like, so you you just add a crystal ball from there up, and then that's that's your head, but there's no lips there as well, and and it was I'm just gonna, yeah it was grey, it had that grey colour to it, and um, and then I heard this voice, and it said, I'm gonna show you the universe. And I just remember just, I was drowsy as, it's been like, what is going on here? And I looked into the crystal ball on its head, and you know what they say, like, the universe looks like how it, um, it's like this, from a distance, like, like the galaxy, like all these spinning stars and that, like, I seen that in its head, like, its crystal ball started coming to life, and I had that going in there, and I remember just looking into it, and getting like zoomed into it and um and then like tranced out and then woke up um yeah I just woke up like and was just like but it was daytime now so like I don't know what happened but it was like daytime and I remember coming out of the room and I told my parents and they were there and um Bless my stepmother, come in the room and saged it out and whatnot, and, you know, had my back, but my dad wasn't having a bar of it, and he was more like, you know, keep that shit away, and I was like, what? Why would he say that? That's strange to me, because I know there's still questions i got to ask him, because I've been told I had a lot of strange experiences, like, when I was a kid, but I haven't been told about them yet, and I'm going to find out this, this information, because I want to understand more, but, um, 
yeah, that was a really messed up one for me. And to be honest, like, it had me in a state for a while where, like, I slept with lights on and comforting music and I always wanted people around me at night. And I was scared of the dark. I was scared of darkness from this experience. And I can remember it vividly. And I've actually had several experiences since then like I'm 26 now I was 21 then I've had several since then and you know they're just stories for other times but they all link up all these stories link and I've got with some of my other stories I have people that can sit in this podcast and they can talk about it with me because they were there you know so like it's all linked up and there's a very for me they're very um these people are very special to me so you know and I and I'm, I really respect their honesty and their lives and their journey. And I'm very, like, appreciative, even if some of the experiences that we had didn't feel the best intuitively, like, inside or maybe even mentally. Like, I'm blessed that I didn't have to experience all of these experiences by myself. So, you know, yeah. Well, um, yeah, well, that's that's more to come. But th- I just thought I would drop this one and and see if anyone can relate and I've already been told you know oh it's sleep paralysis or it's only sleep paralysis but I don't believe that at all because you you hear in more of my stories that there's something else going on and with the journey that I'm on with like I'm trying to liberate people with music that's what I'm trying to do like I like I've lived a very different lifestyle and always have so you know it just is what it is but I'm not going to relate it to sleep paralysis or tired or you hallucinating. I know what I saw. I know what I felt. It was real. It's hard to know what is real these days, but that experience was real and it stuck with me. And and I've got more to tell, but um, I'm going to leave everyone on that. And I know that's a bit, that's a bit dark, so I don't want to leave you like on that. In case, like, you're in bed and maybe you might be scared. But I just want to say, don't live in fear. I used to live in fear my whole life, basically. Like, there was things that didn't scare me or scare other people. But there's things like these things that would scare me. And, you know, start to have more dreams about them or start to curl up into that darkness. Just remember that you are powerful. You are light. You are love. And you are fucking amazing. And if you're ever feeling scared, just picture a light, like a big ball of light just coming out of you. And just just take a few deep breaths and just center yourself and just try and get out of your head. Try and get out of your head and, and get in your body. Just remember all the good times you've had and, and, you know, the good times that have come. Because if you're listening to this, you're alive. So, you know, we're blessed. I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in coincidences. We are just blessed. And everything's happening the way it's supposed to happen. So if you've got stories that you might have suppressed and, and you don't know about the outcomes, maybe do a little bit of research, but don't go too deep. You don't need to sit there for a, a full day and night researching about an experience that didn't feel good for you. You'd be surprised, even hearing these podcasts or talking to other people, you might be able to find out other answers. But don't go digging too deep because you will feed something. You know what I mean? You will feed something that wants to be fed and it doesn't need to be fed. 
just be just be grateful just be grateful to be existing right now because a lot's happening and we're blessed anyway big love to everyone stay up thanks for listening talk to you next time